courteously happy instead. Some divine doctor, I suppose, just wiped off that stain on my brain that hurt so. Heavens, how it hurt. Have a drink, by the way. No thanks, said Merwick. But what has all this got to do with your painting? Why, everything. For I'd hardly realised the fact that I was happy again when I was aware that everything looked different. The colours of all I saw were twice as vivid as they had been. Shape and outline were intensified too. The whole visible world had been dusty and blurred before and seen in a half-light. But now the lights were turned up and there was a new heaven and a new earth. And in some flash I knew that I could paint things as I saw them. Which, he concluded, I have done. There was something rather sublime about this, and Merwick laughed. I wish something would snap in my brain if it kindles the perceptions in that way, said he. But it is just possible that the snapping of things in one's brain does not always produce just that effect. That is possible. Also, as I gather, things don't snap unless you have gone through some such hideous period as I have been through. And I tell you frankly that I wouldn't go through that again even to ensure a snap that would make me see things like Titian. What did the snapping feel like? asked Merwick. Dick considered a moment. Do you know when a parcel comes, tied up with string and you can't find a knife? he said. And therefore you burn the string through, holding it taut. Well, it was like that. Quite painless. Only something got weaker and weaker and then parted softly without effort. Not very lucid, I'm afraid, but it was just like that. It had been burning a couple of months, you see. He turned away and hunted among the letters and papers which littered his writing table, till he found an envelope with a coronet on it. He chuckled to himself as he took it up. Commend me to Lady Maddingly, he said, for a brazen impudence in comparison with which brass is softer than putty. She wrote to me yesterday, asking me if I would finish the portrait I had begun of her last year and let her have it at my own price. Then I think you have had a lucky escape, remarked Merwick. I suppose you didn't even answer her. Oh, yes, I did. Why not? I said the price would be £2,000 and I was ready to go on at once. She has agreed and sent me a cheque for a 1000 this evening. Merwick stared at him in blank astonishment. Are you mad? he asked. I hope not, though one can never be sure about little points like that. Even doctors like you don't know exactly what constitutes madness. Merwick got up. But it is possible that you don't see what a terrible risk you run, he asked. To see her again, to be with her like that, having to look at her. I saw her this afternoon, by the way, hardly human. May not that so easily revive again all that you felt before? It is too dangerous, much too dangerous. Dick shook his head. There is not the slightest risk, he said. Everything within me is utterly and absolutely indifferent to her. I don't even hate her. If I hated her, there might be a possibility of my again loving her. As it is, the thought of her does not arouse in me any emotion of any kind. And really, such stupendous calmness deserves to be rewarded. I respect colossal things like that. He finished his whiskey as he spoke, and instantly poured himself out another glass. 
That's the fourth, said his friend. Is it? I never count. It shows a sordid attention to uninteresting detail. Funnily enough, too, alcohol does not have the smallest effect on me now. Why drink, then? Because if I give it up, this entrancing vividness of colour and clarity of outline is a little diminished. Can't be good for you, said the doctor. Dick laughed. My dear fellow, look at me carefully, he said. And then, if you can conscientiously declare that I show any signs of indulging in stimulants, I'll give them up altogether. Certainly it would have been hard to find a point in which Dick did not present the appearance of perfect health. He had paused and stood still a moment, his glass in one hand, the whiskey bottle in the other, black against the front of his shirt, and not a tremor of unsteadiness was there. His face of wholesome sunburnt hue was neither...